this nasty business out of the way. Six? Wait! Stop! Harrison halted and looked around. A tall, robust gentleman clutched his hat to his head and ran out of a thicket of trees with his coattails flapping behind him. He skidded on traces of silvery dew covering the hard ground before stopping between Harrison and his opponent, gasping to catch his breath. I've been looking for you, Mr. Thornwick, the man finally got out. And you found me at a most inopportune moment, Harrison said dryly. But thankfully, before it was too late. Harrison eyed the interloper suspiciously, but it was Mr. No-Name who said, Who the deuce are you? The meddler cast his large, slightly bulging eyes toward the man and lifted his chin disdainfully. Sir, I am Mr. Alfred Hopscotch. I don't know you, No-Name snarled. So who do you think you are to stop this duel? I am the prince's emissary. Mr. Hopscotch said testily. I'm here on his official business. Yes, and I am the king's brother. No name cut his eyes around to Harrison and grunted a slurring laugh. Did you hire this man to come here and save your bloody life, Thornwick? Harrison squinted against a sudden bright ray of sunlight that broke through the tree limbs. His answer was to turn his back on the man and resume the dueling stance. Keep counting. Harrison called. Step aside, sir, No Name said, or stand your ground and get the bullet that's meant for him. Seven? Eight? No, I beg of you, Mr. Thornwick, wait. Nine? Harrison hoped like hell the prince's man had the good sense to move out of the way. Ten! Harrison pivoted on his back foot, lowered his body as he swung, aimed, and fired his pistol at No Name's shoulder. The man folded with a yelp, his shot wild and plugging a nearby tree. Smoke from Harrison's gun barrel swirled and then quickly evaporated in the frosty air. Several of the onlookers rushed to the fallen man's side, while other gentlemen were already pulling money out of their pockets to settle their wages. Harrison walked over for a look, too. Blood had stained the man's white shirt and quilted waistcoat and was seeping through his fingers held tightly against the shoulder wound. No name looked up at him with a furious glare in his wild eyes. Did you come to gloat? Harrison stared at him and said, Don't ever call me a card cheat again. He walked over to the carriage that had brought him to the dueling site. Several of the young blades and onlookers followed him, some offering mumblings of congratulations and deserved claps on the back, while others quietly counted their winnings. Well done. Harrison's second said, handing Harrison his coat. The shot missed his bone. He'll have a hell of a pain in his shoulder for a few weeks, but nothing that won't heal properly with time. It took great restraint, Harrison admitted, returning the pistol to the second. I'm sure. No one likes being called a cheater and a coward in the same breath. The stranger who had interrupted the duel elbowed his way through the muttering crowd gathered around Harrison and in a loud, impatient tone said, I must speak to you now, my lord. I have important information for you. Harrison frowned at the man as he shoved his arms into the sleeves of his coat. I am not a lord, sir. That's what I've been trying to tell you. You are. The prince charged me with finding you and giving you the unfortunate news 
that your brother, the Earl of Thornwick, and his heir, have died. You, my lord, are the new Earl of Thornwick. Gasps from the tight circle of men rent the air, and shock rippled through Harrison. His mind immediately recoiled from the words he'd heard. It took several seconds before he managed to say, What? I'm sorry, my lord. The pounding in Harrison's head increased. A loud roar swooshed through his ears as denial rose up within him. Cold, dry air caught in his lungs, pressing like an anvil on his chest. The ramifications of the man's words sank deeply into his soul, wounding him, and he whispered, My brother and his three-year-old son? Dead? Are you sure? Mr. Hopscotch ran a nervous hand down the front of his waistcoat. Yes, my lord, there's no doubt. A fever quickly ravaged a nearby village and spread throughout...